Welcome to the Marlborough Monday Espresso podcast. It's the 25th of April. Another weaker week for equities last week that we saw. Equities lower really across the board, mainly on the back of the Fed affirming its hawkish stance on rates. We heard Powell essentially confirming that there will be a 50 basis point at least hike in the next Fed meeting. We also saw weaker growth projections from the IMF and the World Bank. And that also put a damper on expectations going forward. And here in the UK, we saw some weaker data coming out. Raj, can you take us through that? Uh, yes, as we know, consumers have had a lot to deal with over recent months, such as surging energy bills, higher taxes, and the highest inflation we've seen for over three decades. Last week, we also had a Bank of England policy member suggesting that we may see a half a percent increase in interest rates in May at the next meeting. And that, of course, would mean more expensive mortgage costs. That difficult environment has been affecting our spending habits and it's affecting the amount that we're spending in the shops. Last week's consumer confidence survey showed that confidence had fallen for the fifth straight month and is currently at its lowest level that we've seen since the recession in 2008. In the shops, we're spending less and we're changing our spending habits. So we're trading down from more expensive brands to cheaper brands and we're spending less. So retail sales data fell 1.4% last month, which was a bigger fall than was expected. So what we're seeing now is that performance being seen in share prices, with the retail sector being one of the worst performing sectors this year, with stocks such as Marks and Spencer and Next down well over 20%. Now with consumer confidence at an extreme low and inflation at well over 7% here in the UK, if we have seen a peak in inflation, and inflation starts to reduce, then some of these areas that have suffered the worst falls may well be due a rebound. But that, of course, won't be widespread in this environment. The companies that will do best will be those that will be able to pass on those price increases and maintain those profit margins. Interesting your points on consumer confidence, because when consumer confidence gets very negative, generally, that can be a contrarian indicator and you tend to get, you know, kind of bounces from those lows. And you've seen that in the US historically and the UK. We still remain overweight on the UK, despite some of this doom and gloom that you've mentioned. UK PLC really is quite well placed in the current environment. The banking heavyweights and the, the oil majors as well, helping the UK to be really the top performing index among the global indices this year. Bringing it around to the bond side, bonds also had a weaker week last week, really pricing in further rate hikes, further inflation to come. Despite those weaker growth projections, bonds not yet pricing in any sort of recession. Coming back to the equity side, we saw the start of the Q1 earnings season in the US. 20% of companies reported last week. What can we take away from that so far, Nathan? Yeah, so actually earnings coming in ahead of expectations. So on average, companies reporting earnings growth of around 8%. So some positive news on that side, seeing some good numbers coming through. Yes, the earnings coming through above forecasts, as expected, analysts do tend to lowball their expectations, but the proportion of companies beating and the scale of the beats slightly above average. Of course, though, the big earnings week is this week, right? Yes, we've got a lot of big names reporting this week. Uh, so everybody will be focused on the likes of Amazon, who are reporting their figures. Facebook are reporting their figures. We've got Twitter as well. So yeah, the big, big focus on those numbers this week, because they're obviously big stocks within benchmarks. 
Something else that's starting to be spoken about in the market is dollar strength, or perhaps the weakness of other currencies, particularly the UK and Europe, currencies weakening versus the dollar. That creates a slightly added incentive for the central banks in Europe and the UK, perhaps to raise their rates sooner than they might or higher than they might. That, though, increases the risk of potential policy error, the risk that rates go up too far or too soon and starts to cut off any economic growth. So certainly something to keep an eye on. In the meantime, though, those weaker currencies mean that the returns of foreign holdings are actually boosted. So the sterling-based returns of U.S. equities, for instance, higher than it would have been otherwise. Turning to the week ahead, perhaps the big news is the meeting between the UN Secretary General Gutierrez and Putin. Not really expecting much to come from that, but who knows, perhaps there's some form of progress. And then, of course, we had the election in France. Macron confirmed as a second term, the first time in 20 years that France has had a a second term president, really affirming the status quo. But the stability that we've seen from that is certainly a positive. Anyway, interesting times, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week. Thank you. 